Casey was still having tea. Hey guys, welcome back to Craft Tea. This is episode 14. Um, we don't have anyone this week. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. Sarah said we have a lot to talk about, so... Uh, yeah. What are for, we the, talk for about? the record, I didn't yeah. say we have a lot to talk about. I just said that we will find stuff to talk about. And I'm just over here trying to mind my own business so I don't say the wrong thing because I'm a loose cannon today. I'm full of too much drama that I don't yeah, ironically, have the permission to talk about yet. But I'm like... Ironically, we have probably more tea on deck than we normally have. I'm but, like a whistling teapot right now. But we don't like... I don't know. We don't like talking too much shit. I don't like it. I don't want to be the repeater. I'll just report on it yeah, after other people that, repeat it. Exactly. I don't like dropping the tea. I like commenting on the tea after it's dropped. So nothing has been necessarily officially dropped on anything that we are aware of right now. So we'll probably talk about that stuff next week. I could just put out a little message out there. You don't have to bully people. Just be nice. Just yeah, just literally just be nice, mind your own business, don't talk about anyone else because there's no real reason to do that. Although I am currently on a podcast that we've started to talk, I guess, about other people. <laughs> but my receipts are in order. We don't talk bad stuff. I don't like I'm not mean. I don't think I really ever really am mean. But this weekend was fun. We could be the pot calling the kettle black right now, but whatever. Am I mean? Not even close. My mean girl. I'm just saying don't talk about people when we have a show that is based on talking about people. That's what, yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, that's what I said. Did you have the most fun you've ever had this weekend? No. Why? Well, I had fun. You just had three girls, three additional girls sleeping in your house driving you nuts besides me. I, we (laughs) cleaned one of our bathrooms that hasn't been accessible for quite a while. Apparently for no reason at all. Hey, now, they Because it in just there. made our bathroom inaccessible anyway. Jessica Reich, he's calling you out. And not to be a mean boy, he's just calling you out. You need out. a minimum of two bathrooms if Jessica's staying at your house. I am dead. And everyone, probably Jerry and Jen are cracking up right now agreeing with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're just big facts. We come home and so the girls stayed at my house Friday and got ready they were supposed to be over at this warehouse at a reasonable time, but I think one day wandering at 11. And uh, so we had been here. I came in at seven. We were here the whole day. And then we did, you know, our Friday. We set up for the stuff and we did some videos. Obviously, we did a craft tea with them. And then me and Jason and the baby and everyone really. No, just me, me, you and the baby went home. And me and Jason are in a disagreement right now, long story short, about the dog. So I have agreed to clean up after the dog every time I Stupid, spiteful dog pees on the ground. That is relevant, I promise. So Jason goes into the hallway and he looks into the hall bathroom. He's like, oh, nope. Mm-mm. And he's like, I guess I'll use the other bathroom. And I was like, oh my God, it's probably bad. It's so bad. Loki probably pooped all over the walls. Oh my God, it's bad. And I'm like, all right. And I got the baby. She don't want to be put down right now. I'm like, do I go get the bucket? No, let me just go survey my situation before I go get the drop cloth or whatever else I need. And I go in there and I'm like, oh, this is great. This is normal. There's like six hair straighteners out, like five makeup bags, towels everywhere, clothes everywhere. I'm like, this is great. This is normal. This looks like fine. (laughs) Jason, on the other hand, he's like, breathe, breathe deep, breathe, breathe deep, breathes. It was great. We had fun. 
Your face says it all. We had something. We had a party. I had a great time. It was a good weekend. I said after the weekend, and uh, anyone in our office chat can confirm that I said that I was glad that I was proven wrong. Because I said that the weekend was going to be a shit show and pointless. I think we're kind of the way I described the weekend coming up to it, to be fully transparent. You said pointless? Probably. That hurts my feelings I a little bit. I might have said something worse than pointless, even. <laughs> but we're working it's... on a lot of stuff, and it's something that we don't normally work on. So whenever focus gets pushed in a direction that it's not normally pushed in, it's uncharted uh, waters... And all I see is expenses, expenses, expenses. And there's no, especially on something like an event, you don't get a return until the event's over. Anyway, if you, well, especially if you do, right? A ticketed event for sure. You're not supposed to get any money until it's over. But, yeah, it was good. Everybody had fun. The glitter bar was great. We all were in. I think agreement that that was like a hard no. We were not all in agreement. Me and you were in agreement. We, we were trying to shut we that at down. The glitter guy, Jessica were and Jerry were like, uh, "How said about no. not?" And I was now, freaking out. Like, it because worked. from our perspective, we have to assume that every person that walks into our building is going <laughs> to be the worst customer ever. Like that's, and I'm not, and I don't want to say that like to be pessimistic necessarily but it's like what you want to prepare for you know what i mean you want to prepare for worst case scenario so i want to assume that anyone that goes to make a custom glitter is going to like flip the fucking table and that's basically. how what i pictured also yeah we never no one's ever no one has touched our glitter except us mm -hmm. like you haven't touched if i if you're not on my payroll you have not touched my raw glitter yes we have Freaked a out. problem with giving the benefit of the doubt sometimes, but also other times that we have given it, we've been sorely fucking mistaken for doing so. So <laughs> It was a great time. They no. were so well behaved. Yes. I could not tell them yep. enough how appreciative I was of everyone that every, bought tickets and came. They were so polite. They were so well mannered. No one was, not that I thought, I don't know. I mean, goodness. Exactly. I don't really know what I thought was going to happen. Were they going to come in here and cause a ruckus? But like. I thought we were going to be herding cats at yeah. a rock concert. And uh, it really wasn't so bad, honestly. It was less than not so bad. It was it was good. I if you're picking up on that, that means we could do it again, he said. Yeah, I mean, we had tons of ideas afterwards, I think, to stem from there. Finish making our storefront for in here so that we can continue with in-person shopping stuff. I know that that's you something that we've been that trying to do first. for years. But we're going to definitely, it's it helps nudge, you know? It was a good weekend for in-person shopping, so it's like, why not have this more often? More classes, more, more, right? That's more. a pretty big announcement, though. It is. I'd like to say that, you know, in-person really, shopping could be a thing coming soon. That's. Pretty I cool. promise you, he is really excited about this, you I guys. Am. Don't I let the, this... Look, this... I promise that you guys should know by now, this is episode 14. My demeanor changes as this lessens. I left... To go and get this before we started recording, because I knew if I didn't have this to start with, my demeanor is going to be like this the whole time. And it's not like it's this. It's me and Jason did not have an easy start to our day, in the you know the simplest of terms. Because we're playing catch up. Unfortunately, our nanny's daughter's arm got broken yesterday. 
Not broken. It's well, just... fractured. Either way, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. If my child's arm was fractured, I would probably have lost my fucking mind. I would have probably burnt the school down and said, who let my daughter's arm get fractured? But that's like, because I'm a lunatic. So anyway, it sucks. Her daughter's hurt. She's not here. Take care of her daughter. So now we have to take care of our daughter. So if we're taking care of our daughter, we can't sort of. take care of the glitter guy. And that sucks. So we're just playing uh, fucking catch up again. Yeah. Uh, again. It's like Groundhog Day over here. We're going to make the best of it. It's not going to be too bad of a day, I think. It's still early, Sarah. Yeah, we can make it. We can make the worst of it. There's time. <laughs> I just want to... I hope everyone's at home right now taking notes of what I have to deal with at all times. Not only do I have to keep my own self positive and uplifted, but I got to lift this guy up. And I'm telling you right now, his negativity is heavy. Very it's heavy. Fucking heavy. Would you guys say... Sarah, would you say you're more glass half full? Jason's more glass half empty. Oh yeah, his glass is spilled over and crushed. He he's kicked his glass off the table. He's done, and it's not every day. This this Jason Lively of mine, he's he likes to keep it. You know, he likes to keep it fresh. You you don't know what Jason you're gonna get when he wakes up. Definitely bipolar. I like that you said it though. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, my mom was bipolar, so it would make sense. Yeah. I'd have to go to a doctor for them to confirm, and I don't like those people. No, but I'm going to text Kathy right now to make sure that she watches this on Monday, because she's not even going to believe that you even just potentially just said that you and your mom were the same, and that you, you know. I feel like we should just have Sean. Let's just go get Sean. Sean has a very interesting weekend this weekend. I feel Sean! like that's the best thing to talk about. I'll go get him. You want him? Honestly, why not? Anything that's going to make this man smile a little bit and get out of this front, because I can't, I can't do it for us both. This show's unpredictable, folks. You never know what you're going to get. I'm going to go find Sean. Frump, frump, you frump, frump. We got you a seat. Yeah, you're going to join us. Great, I'll join. Welcome, Sean. Yes, yes. And also, he runs the wholesale, the wholesale, and a lot of the coordination of the Great American Craft Expo. You guys don't get this. This is really special. You guys don't get I full thought, frontal I just think Sean. a lot about it. I was like, yeah. you have a way more interesting weekend coming up than anybody I think in that area. So I thought yeah. that, honestly, you're probably a more interesting person to talk to right now than anyone. It'll be all over by the time this airs. So that'll be the best part is this is all the calm before say, the storm. Yes, calm before the storm. <laughs> it's all about to get the crazy. The story will be written but the story has not been written yet. Can we all know how excited Jason got immediately as soon as Sean showed up? He's all giddy, and this happens all the time. This is kind of trippy, actually. Mic him up. Right there. You can leave it. Can right yeah, there. right there. This is the... This is like a black... Where, where Will Smith gets handed the tiny gun. We got these big microphones. Yeah, everybody's got the... Can I get the, can I get the big gun? And then I got this little... The noisy cricket? God, the noisy cricket breathe. is what it's called. This is the noisy cricket. Oh, <laughs> I love it. No, don't worry. I got you right here. You need a microphone. I need you to update your, your Facebook profile picture to be this shot. It's just like you. It's I need to take a picture of the this tiny mic. I need the coffee next to it for size comparison. This is a vente. In case anybody was wondering, my, my coffee order is a caramel macchiato, venti, it's iced with a, a oat milk. I don't know why I said it that way, but that's the way I said it. I'm a little... I'm you nervous? I'm, no, I'm not nervous. I'm 
the, the, the tiny <laughs> mic is so intimidating. I, I, uh, I think that's throw me off through a, a mental loop. Guys, the ladies at Starbucks know these men so well, and I don't know if I've actually said this before, but I don't ever go to Starbucks for the order. So it's very rare that I do, and then one time I did, and I don't like Starbucks, I don't like a lot of orders, I forget things real quick because I'm thinking about a million other things. So I go there and I read it off the phone, and I'm reading the order to them, and I read it all, and she was like, she looked at me and she's like, are you sure you don't want oat milk in that last macchiato? And I was like... He didn't say oat milk, but I know that he drinks oat milk. And I'm looking around like, who are you? Like, what? does everyone get like freaking flyer? They know Sean. I was like, you know, and not only once did he do this to me, twice. Twice this woman has saved this man's drink. Wow. Well, I just hooked him up with some tickets for a uh, free event next week. So, Daddy you know, Sean. You got to pay it forward. They they make sure that we are with Did you give him tickets? Mm -hmm. I got them up with tickets, yeah. I, I, and dropped them off some some tickets to uh, to some parties in Philly, so they're very excited for that. When I just went to get the our coffees, they I heard the one at the register that wasn't there for a little while. That's back yeah. again. She was like whispering to the other after I submitted. She's like, I thought that was Sean. And and the other one was like, no, that one's Jason. The other one's Sean. Oh wow, seriously? Yeah, this is breaking news. That's what I said. So uh, the the one that's been there for a while that yeah. like trains everyone and yeah. now and stuff. She's the one that corrected her. But yeah, the girl at the register. It was funny. That is very odd. <laughs> These guys are addicted. Even this morning. So our car, uh, when you're hooked on Bluetooth or plugged into our car, if you get a Facebook message, it comes up. So there's office chat, Sean Sam. And I'm going through my, I'm doing stuff. I got stuff to do on my phone in the car. I'm not worried about what Sean's doing. And Jason's like, oh, 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 what did Sean say? What did Sean say? Look, look, is he going to Starbucks? I'm like. <laughs> no, he was complaining about traffic. He's stuck in traffic. He's going to be late. But... The traffic boiled me over to a point where I made my way to Starbucks. My uh, the lid was boiling. I was very frustrated, so right. I, I needed. Uh, yeah, Jason's just thinking about that Starbucks he could have had yeah, for the first about, hour I'm, of work. I'm five espresso shots behind because of that that blunder on my part. I don't know how this man doesn't have heart palpitations mm. throughout the entire day without much caffeine and espressos running through this. That's what. System. So that's what I before you came in here, Sarah was like complaining about my demeanor, yeah, and that I'm like half dead, and I. Like, I need it. You're like that, that meme with the skeleton. But as soon as I spark on, then I'm all in. No, as soon as he saw you, he sparked. Oh, that's 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 a love story. <laughs> so beautiful. It's, it's like the buzz ball just kicked in. Yeah, by the way, listener, a buzz Help. ball. Um, I've also, my... the misfit makers are who pressured you, right? Or Jen. That is true. Jen, uh, it was It was, a, it was a, all of them. It was group this, effort. It was a group effort from the Musketeers. Um... The Buzzball listener, if you're not familiar, I just was uh, like I was introduced to it this this past weekend. But it is 15 percent alcohol. We um, have one in the car. I was gonna say I could go grab the other warm guy, see yeah. if we can get Sean to do one. <laughs> would you drink yeah. it on camera? Yeah, yeah I would. Well, I'd be interested. That's, that's the boss having having the employee drink during business hours. What else do we have to do today? It lasts for about 15, 20 minutes. It's cool. It's only twenty. Yeah, maybe there should be a new segment. Sean's thoughts after Buzzball, because um, it just equates to me rambling, and uh, it. So the Buzzball, fifteen percent alcohol. You. Um, you are cheered on to chug it. Uh, so I've done. I, I'm a. I, I will fold the peer pressure. So uh, chug that I did, and 
within like five <laughs> minutes, I slowly, uh, my mental state started to alter and quickly realized that, yeah, I'm, I'm buzzed. Um, and... You were skeptical at first, right? You were like, I don't know about this 20 minute thing. Yeah, no, I was very skeptical. skeptical. Uh, I can't talk. Um, and yeah. you didn't even have a buzz ball. I, I mean, you even... need a buzz yeah, ball. Yeah, maybe I'm buzz balled right now uh, from espresso. Espresso ball, is that a thing? It might be now. Um, yeah, but you know, listen, listener, if you're uh, chug the espresso, if yeah, if you if you love a good buzz, I recommend the buzz ball. Um, yeah, for if you're 21 and older, he's yeah, 21 and older. Yeah, 21 and yeah, please drink responsibly. Older, yeah, please drink responsibly. Um, help us all. Yeah, my how do you goodness. get can you get a buzz ball sponsorship for Sad and Bougie? Could I? I don't know, that's a great question. Um, I've had sponsorships in the past. Deep Eddie Vodka, shout out. Also, um, what's sad and bougie? Tell them. Tell yeah, them I'll tell the I'll tell the audience. I'll let the audience know. So, uh, as you're familiar, I'm here at the Glitter Guy. I, I run our wholesale program. So, um, if you're a store out there, you might be familiar with seeing me on an email. I also help uh, run the Great American Craft Expo. Prior to the Glitter Ooh. Guy, I also unload most of the trucks. Yeah, I'll do a little bit of everything. Whatever is needed of me, I'm like uh, kind of like a uh, takes out the boxes, like a squeeze man. Yeah, whatever is needed, I I, I do whatever is possible. Uh, what, what, Pinch hitter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that is. That you is have so been a great good. asset. Oh, I think that's really nice. You don't have to say that on camera. You know, I say that to you off the camera. Don't you dare. Yeah, that's so nice. No, it's um, that's your embellish, gift. embellish that yeah. one. That's the. I'm gonna put that Ooh, on the that's CD. The, that's the intro. The intro card for the video. It's like, <laughs> Such a great employee, Sean. Um, that is so nice. Um, so prior, nobody really knows my history. Before working at the Glitter Guy, uh, pre-pandemic, I was in the music industry for roughly seven years um, as a talent buyer. So I used to run a small venue in Philadelphia called the Voltage Lounge. It's a 400 capacity venue. I used to... It would pop off. It would pop off. I would delegate with agents, make deals, bring touring bands into the club. Um, you booked all kinds of acts. Book all kinds of acts. Um, is that some tea? That is probably an act right now. I like almost punched the microphone because of that. But um, or not almost like I did. That it makes me want to put my phone somewhere, but nobody calls me. I know you feel like you're in a movie theater. Yeah, I know one guy that calls you. We'll get into that. What time is Saturday on Saturday? Saturday for uh, for the future. It's 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Saturday. I'll be there roughly around 8 o'clock. But I'll be in town all day on Atlantic City. I'll be there all weekend. Um, be there all day, folks. So, yeah, I was a talent buyer, 400 cap club. Used to work with agents, bring in touring acts. I used to have to. My job was to send offer sheets to agents, I would get pitched a tour. So my job was to um, kind of evaluate that tour, trying to see what its value could be in our market. I would send a bid or offer on it to that agent. And then I would be bidding against competing, uh, competing rooms in the city that had like the same amount of cap space. Um, if my offer won or bid won, then I would get that tour and that tour would be in our room. Uh, so I did that for roughly seven years. Um, it was a different type of lifestyle, more of a late night type of thing. You know, I'd be out, uh, till like 4 a.m. every night. Uh, that has certainly changed today, my schedule. It's, it's, it's like yeah, night, it's literally night, night, night day. and day. It is literally <laughs> night and day. Nowadays, um, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. here. 
Yeah, exactly. But I still plus do, your parties. Plus, I still do that on the weekends. But like you know, the pandemic happened. Music industry shut down. Um, Jason and Sarah, obviously the glitter guy, um, were so kind enough. We I've known the both both of you quite some lots. Long, long, long from time separately yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of like we were parallel universes. Yeah, we were friends. You guys were friends, and but then, then like, we were together. You connected, yeah. and then yeah. So and and through a mutual friend, uh, Brian Little out there. Shout out Brian Little, which hey, you hey. may see in the group page. A very good friend of mine, and uh, we all connected right. the dots. <laughs> he is okay. Um, connected the dots to bring me in. I had past experience in sales um, with former beverage uh, with beverage uh, companies like Body Armor Super Drink was one of them and I worked there for a count amount of years and used to so I was I was somewhat in the sales industry not only just uh with a talent buyer and as a talent buyer and I came in here in the pandemic and uh we've been rocking and rolling ever since pandemic kind of eased out I kind of eased back into doing what I do with sad and bougie I kept that thing going and now I do that on the weekends so uh, Monday through Friday I, I'm up at 6 a.m you know, in bed by 10 and then Friday through Saturday, I'm up until 4 a.m. And, you know, it's uh, and I try to get myself back into schedule on Sunday uh, where I just do not move from my couch or bed and recoup. <laughs> so I'm ready for the Monday 6 a.m. schedule. So the parties aren't just here. It's not just like, oh, you're staying out late in Philly. Yeah, no. Like you got to go to Virginia, Maryland. The, Austin, the party, Vegas. I know the parties are all across the country. It is such a, uh, it is such a schedule. It's so intense. I don't really ever find myself not working. So, um, but I, like, you know, I love, I love what I do. Um, I don't see it as working. I don't want to be like that. Love what you do, and you never work a day in your life type. Of but person. you are. But I, it, it kind of is that yeah. that way for me. Fortunately, I'm lucky enough to have that. But um, yeah, it is like all over the country. Almost every weekend, uh, you know, I'm going here, I'm going there. We're traveling. We have special guests. It is, it is quite like it's more than just me showing up and just plus you know pressing play on a dj controller i'm hosting the event i am uh running production i'm uh, hosting like it i'm doing literally everything it's like the time on the stage is the least amount of the, exactly it's, it's the, like that's like the downtime that's the downtime it's like you get me. to yeah. like listen to music and be like when i'm actually yeah when i'm actually <laughs> djing or whatever that is the downtime unfortunately it's kind of like I do all this work to build up to this event and I'm so excited about it. Like, oh yeah, we've, we made this happen. We have this guest coming up. Um, we're going to set up the room and make it look like this and try to build this universe. Cause I love to build universe. I'm very creative. Uh, I'd like to think creatively. That's and why I, it always works here. We that's have, why, yeah, exactly what I have I'm, a good creative space. We have a great ideas creative in the space office. here. When you work in a glitter company, it is fun. You're in arts and crafts. Like, oh, it is fun, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's like a fun oh, product. I love having you. It's a fun product, you know? And so, Where like, else could you have worked and had your giant pumpkin with a backwards so hat shipped? And then and, and even blown up to see if it works. And also the, your giant inflatable so, sad and bougie that you'll never have a use for. I Here's use it the once. video that I'm going to send Chris that we are going to tie yes. in right here. Of well, us, yeah, for, yeah, there it is. 
There it is. It's here. It's the video is here. So now that you guys have seen the big blow up, <laughs> this thing is twenty foot tall. We 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 got it inflated in the warehouse, and I kid you not, this thing like it kisses the ceiling. Literally brushes up against the ceiling. It's the most massive thing I I think I've ever seen, and I I couldn't believe I ordered like I think I was like I'm like man I think I went too big on this one. But tell them when it came. Tell yeah. them about your supplier issues. So yeah, I had some supplier issues. I got it from overseas. Unfortunately, got held up. I had it originally made for uh, the Sad and Bougie uh, three-year anniversary event, which we were having at the Franklin Music Hall. That is a very large venue that holds roughly 2,500 people, uh, which means a very large stage. Does that include or not the include the blow-up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Is that 2,500 with the blow-up? Yeah, 2,500 with the blow-up. That's how big this room was. So I thought the blow-up would be great. Unfortunately, got held up in customs. It didn't come in time. I got a little bit of a refund on it, which was really nice because it was protected. But then I'm like, what am I going to do with a gigantic 20-foot tall inflatable? Because it literally has like almost no use. I can go sailing down the Delaware Ave, like Delaware River with Please? it. Please? What about Please? like outdoor music festival? So I did find one use for it this summer. And, uh you know, I also, with Sad and Bougie, every summer, it's like my big thing I have. I host boat parties in Philadelphia in this, uh, this, this, this big old boat called the Mushaloo. Um, you could Google it. It has a crazy history. It's really cool. Um, the boat it's, is it's like... a German boat, right? It's a German yeah, boat. It's, it's like it used to be like a war boat or something. Uh, and now it's like this... And now we party on it. And, and then that's <laughs> well, all this crazy history. And now there's people <laughs> throwing up from drinking too much on it. And it's now like, people walk through a, a Fred Durst themed pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Which we, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll tie into that. Um, you know, segue you mentioned. So every summer, every year I have, you know, a contract once monthly where I do these events on the Mushaloo. Um, I got to use my inflatable there once this year, although I don't believe the city of Philadelphia liked it very much. So I don't think I'll be able to use it next, uh, this upcoming month for my party, um, sadly. Um, but cancel. Yeah. So at least I got one use out of it. Um, before it just, I don't I know. I thought we were going to like tie it off to the boat and put it in the river. It could be used as a lifeboat. God you might need a that. permit. I, so <laughs> it took up. <laughs> This thing is so massive, it took up majority of like the sidewalk parking space. It also lights up with color LED lights, which you can see literally from space, like half a mile away. <laughs> so it's the most distracting thing uh, ever. How did it look outside? It looked great. I had people texting me, like to the listener, you're probably not from the Philadelphia area, but I had people texting me from 95 saying they could see it clear as day. From, I gotta find that's video. amazing. Though. Like that distance, uh, yeah. If you want to Google no. Maps it, Mushaloo 95, take a gander. You got phones? I got videos of it somewhere. Oh, bet. We could we'll definitely have the video of it blown up in the warehouse, but if we have any photos of it From set now. up out at, at the John, we'll put them on. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess, you know, if Jason kind of mentioned it, you know, in October of last year, our last Mushaloo party on the boat, um, I linked up with a, a friend of mine, Fred Durst, from the Pamela Biscuit, and we organized this massive Halloween party. You got their flyer there. And this is the uh, the flyer here. I spent almost- That's always there, and you guys know that that was not planted. Yeah, this, I spent nearly almost $2,000 on this artwork. We had the, We had the artist from uh, who does all the Stranger Things artwork and does Black Mirror. He has like a Netflix deal. His uh, name is- Billy Butcher. Um, if you're on Instagram at Billy Butcher, you can check out all of his other work. 
I was absolutely a huge fan once I saw what he was doing for the Stranger Things. Uh, uh, last season, he did all the artwork for Stranger Things. I loved everything he did. Um, but he, you know, it brought my party to life. It's kind of what the vibe I was going for. But yeah, we had a massive Halloween party with, with Fred Durst and Biscuit. Uh, we sold nearly 1,200 tickets, over $60,000 in ticket gross, $60,000, something crazy. Um, and it got press all over the country. Fred, you know, it's still getting press. It's yeah, still basically. Press. It's like, yeah. yeah. We still have write-ups, people talking about it, because it's it's not something Fred does. Fred doesn't do parties. He doesn't do events. He doesn't do cameos. If you've ever seen an interview from him in the past 10, 15 years, he's always has to play like a character. He can never play Fred Durst. Right. Um, it's just for him, he keeps Fred Durst himself. For, under lock and key. Under lock and key for himself and close friends. Um, he doesn't he's famous, like, I get it. I think he just doesn't like to put his oversaturate. I think he likes to make himself a little elusive, um, which I get. And he is elusive. Like when you get the you know, have the privilege like I've had to pick this man's brain, these stories. It's like... You don't want to water down your brand either. You yeah, know? it's like literally like mind-blowing this life this man has led and that I'm so privileged that he shares these stories with me. Um, but yeah, I, I can kind of dive in like... A lot of people always ask me all the time, like, how did you meet Fred? Like, how did you... My favorite story. It's my favorite. Yeah, and I guess we get to, like, we get to break <laughs> on Crafty. So, you know, with me working in the music industry uh, for the past seven years prior to here at The Glitter Guy, people always assumed, well, because of my music industry uh, reach and, you know, how long I've been in that, you would think that's where I'd met Fred, but that is not where I met Fred. Um, I did not meet him in the music industry. Um, you know, when you run a 400 cap room, guys or, or, or anybody of that caliber, you're likely not going to bump shoulders. You know what I mean? This, these, these are celebrities that are playing in arenas and stadiums and gigantic festivals. It's, it's a little bit out of my reach. Um, it's like the upper echelon. Yeah. When you're in this 400 cap room, typically the type You're dealing of, with riffraff and... Yeah. <laughs> God bless riffraff. I love riffraff. Like... That's no shock to anybody. Like, I keep saying that I want to have riffraff. Like when you're doing something. the 400 cap room, you're 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 the type of uh, artists that you're working with are up and rising, upcoming artists that like are not quite there yet. They might be like trending on social media. They have a popular song out. They're very brand new, but they've you know they have yet to even probably play a venue. It's like a transitional room. Either <laughs> like, you're like, like on your, your first, way up, like, or you're exactly. on your way down. It's a farm. It's a. I look at everything as a farm system. Like you start, you start here, then you work your way up the tiers. You start at a 400 cap room. The next thing you're at a thousand cap room. The next thing you're at a a, a, a 2500 cap room. It's a farm. Thing? A farm system is, you know, like a I mean, it's tier. just like baseball teams. Yeah, it's stuff. like baseball teams. You work yourself up single A, double A, triple A, uh, uh, the professional, the I'm learning major so leagues. many things. Um, music industry works the same way. I thought we were talking about batteries for a second. Yeah, it, it does seem like we're talking batteries. I would be um, so sad if I don't have these videos anymore. Um, but yeah, like the, the music industry works the same exact way. So, you know, a lot of artists that I've worked with, a lot of them are rising upcoming artists. I've worked with Post Malone before. Um, another really that one's even like weird too because, like, uh, well, we have rest friends, in peace. Yeah. Uh, our friend, uh, Big D, yeah, passed Dave, away, yeah. but he was a 
became close friends with uh, Post Malone, and then yeah. Kyle Hediger, who yeah. was a local friend of, of ours, and then a local tattoo artist that just, like, randomly got hooked up with Post Malone and, like, is his tattoo artist. If anyone's ever seen the Doritos commercial with Post Malone, yeah. he's... The one tattooing Post Malone in the Doritos commercial is Kyle, and that is his tattoo artist. Like, I still for can't real. believe that. And it's, it's like just so crazy, like that. So many people that we know, we talk about area. it all the time. Yeah. And just in our like group of friends and 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 acquaintances and stuff that have connections. Yeah. That are like so unorthodox or unexpected. Yeah, it's 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 abs- It honestly, our area is just so like rich. I think with that, with like the relationships well, a lot of people in new york they live in jersey and that's a thing too yeah, like I, yeah. I just had this conversation yesterday uh and, with... and philly too is just like a, yeah exactly a... they they like to live in jersey because it's quiet you get to see trees and stuff and then yeah. they go into the city for the hustle I, and yeah, bustle. I, I, I had this conversation yesterday with a, 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 a new friend from mtv and i was talking to him about like you know, I've been so... You got the best of friends. But I've been so... We didn't even get to how you met Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we glazed I know. over we, that. Yeah, I changed the subject. We didn't glaze, yeah. Real back. Um, so I'll reel back. I'll reel back. Because this is like a... a, a um, this is like a announcement almost to the wives and girlfriends that get frustrated... Here we with go. ...with the boyfriends and husbands. Yeah. For You'll find out in a second. So, okay. <laughs> um. So... Music industry shuts down 2020, March 2020, for obvious reasons. Um, everything kind of, everybody, not even just the music industry, everything, right? Everything shuts down, except for the craft industry. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it was like a little, like, obviously dicey, but um, yeah, for what craft industry, not shut down, everything else shut down. So I don't know what to do with my time. Um, I thought like, man, I, I don't, what am I doing every day? I'm just watching TV, you know, just trying not to think about too hard about the future and get myself all bummed out. I decided to pick up video gaming again. I used to love playing video games, but like, as you get older, you kind of forget, you don't really have the time to do it as often. And, and, uh, there's no better time than in 2020 to video game. Um, so a buddy of mine, uh, Bill, uh, and shout out Bill, shout yeah. out Bill and the painters. The painters. And, and the painters, his company, the painters, if you guys want a house painted, house painted, we'll face bill painted. you for the, uh, ad <laughs> later on, face Bill. face painted, you want your dog painted, nails painted, uh, <laughs> reach out to Bill, Bill, Bill Walker at the painters, um, free <laughs> estimates. Free. His phone number free. is, <laughs> um, yeah, let's put his number off. Bill and it's right below <laughs> and Brian, who also used to work here, um, he still, still does. works here. Um, it, they were playing with, uh, they started playing Xbox and uh, as well. Chris, you um, got some messages in the group team. Oh, they're great. <laughs> and and uh, they were playing with Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit. They were playing Call of Duty, right? They were playing Call of Duty Warzone. And... Bill had his gamer tag for whatever reason. I think. I think. I think. Ironically, Fred. I think what Bill had said was like Fred's gamer tag or something was like on his Instagram or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he and he saw it and he just like dropped in. 
Share, like, yeah, like just because you can just like drop into a game or whatever, game, yeah. and if it's public, like if if they don't have it game, private. Yeah. So there's like a shot in the dark of just like, oh, drop in and see if he wants to play a game. Yeah, and then you have the headset on, you have the mic. You don't know if they're even going to talk. And or he could have kicked him or whatever, but he, he could have kicked him. He could have. But you know, he couldn't have been radio silent. Yeah. He couldn't have not talked or communicated. But they were telling me like, dude, you'll never guess who we're playing with, and you know. Fred Durst, Limp Bizkit. I'm like, wow, that's, you know, that's really cool. Is he any good? And I remember the conversation. Like, I, because yeah. we were in the last warehouse. Yeah. We were in the offices upstairs when Brian oh, yeah, would yeah, come yeah. in and, and you guys would talk about it in the office. And I uh, still really don't play Call of Duty much with yeah. when I play video games. So I was like, oh, that's like interesting and stuff. But like, damn, I'm a little jealous. Yes, <laughs> I, I won't be friends with Fred. Yeah. Um, so they were like, we need a fourth because you know how Warzone is. Mm -hmm. It's like you play duos, trios, or quads, and uh, they needed a fourth. Freddie they... needed a fourth. Fre that's actually a nice tagline. <laughs> Freddie needed a fourth. Um, Freddie's fourth. You're Freddie's fourth. fourth, right there. That's your new handle. Um, that is a good handle. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, I haven't played video games so long. I, I guess. I mean, what else am I doing? So twist my arm, why twist don't my you? arm, why don't you? Um, so I downloaded it, I played, I jumped in, and at first I didn't really buy it, I didn't believe them, or I didn't know. And then we have the headsets on, we're all they talking, communicating, and then, um, I hear the voices come in, and I'm like, yeah, it's Fred Durst. <laughs> you know, um. I can't. It is, it was, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, and like, this is, this is rad, we're all just playing it, and I, by the way, like, I fell in love with the, the game at first, like. I was like, oh my God, this game is awesome. Warzone literally came so, out. Also, shout out to Call of Duty. Shout so out to we get a sponsorship from yeah, Activision. Warzone, you guys got money. Fred was cool, but the game was better. <laughs> Buzzball, Activision, we want all the sponsorships. We want all the sponsorships. <laughs> Warzone couldn't have launched at a greater time. Talk about the greatest business maneuver of all time. That game launched March 2020. The perfect time. Oh, they must have pushed up the de the the launch deadline. Yeah, because Call of Duty's drop on in November. Yeah, notoriously, they, they, they dropped this like, literally drop. right before the pandemic. It's like November 11th. Somebody, listener out there, if you're you can probably you can't remember Google, most things, me, but you know that. But I'm almost for certain it came out like February, March, like right before the pandemic, and it couldn't come at like honestly for me mentally, uh, and I'm sure for a lot of people out there who game couldn't come at a better time. Um, and I, I fell in love with the game instantly. And then every What's day, the game Warzone? Warzone, Warzone, yeah, Call of Duty Warzone. Warzone. Um, I think you know. I think that at the time they were, like Fortnite was already out, um, and that's kind of like an open universe kind of shooter game. Uh, yeah, it's a, a third person shooter. Yeah. Third person shooter, yeah. right? So that's the Warzone kind of took that March tenth, twenty twenty. March tenth, twenty twenty. Like, how crazy is that? Like. They absolutely pushed up that line. You know, it probably either that or Activision was behind the pandemic. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> Turn conspiracy. Probably, probably what happened because you first started hearing the rumors around November, December of 2019. It probably got delayed because, like you said, they usually release Possibly. in November. It probably got yeah. delayed, and then once they got their footing about how things were going to move forward with restrictions and lockdowns. By March was probably when they said okay. We yeah, were literally, November 16, I think we were literally, 2022. and that's what's so crazy because we were literally locked down like three days later. Like, wow. what are the odds? That's like, that's like, honestly crazy. I mean, now I'm trying to, and now I'm starting to think. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Activision. So like, so like, is Activision based in uh, don't Wuhan, China, by any yeah. chance? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not modern warfare, is it? Modern warfare. That's yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's all kind of the same thing. No, which one are you looking at? You might be looking I'm, at the newest one, the Call I'm, of Duty Modern I'm, Warfare. No, I went. To, I looked for the 2019 release. I'm honestly just like, I'm. I don't know much. I don't. Yeah, said, I have so played so many videos. Now. I don't really play video games, but because October was the 2019 release. Not so. Basically, Anyways. what happened from there on became an everyday daily thing i would we would literally wake up we'd all text each other hey we hopping on today we're gonna play i would play eight ten hours a day every day after next day it just day in day out we would play for hours like they're yeah, you're on all night you and brian would talk about it like the next day yeah we'd be on you didn't all start night working all for us in 2020 i didn't start summer. yet until june i didn't start working until june so from That's march so months. to june i literally probably all day every day besides like a few emails here and there that like pertain to my old job and brian started with us in april and yeah brian started in april so we had like a month two months i had two three months four months prior um to literally play video games all day we would literally sit there text each other in the morning first thing in the morning good morning dropping in that's sweet you guys said good morning yeah we get our coffees whatever headsets on and uh that would be our day. And God bless my sweet girlfriend. Shout out to Rachel. Hey. I honestly, like, I, I I look back now, and I think I've had this conversation with her. I couldn't appreciate her patience enough of me just being like, I'm going to play video games all day. I'm talking to people. Like, we're in a small condo in the city. I'm sitting there like, look over your right shoulder. You see somebody coming over there? Like, just all day talking, like, <laughs> streaming yelling she's sitting there trying to read a damn book in the same room because she's the most unorthodox she's the most unorthodox person <laughs> she does not like whatever. she does not like social media she just reads books and tries to learn spells I love <laughs> tries to learn spells. can i just point out that i've never gotten any of this from you and me and you've been together much longer than him and rachel me and you have gone through a lot more video games never have you ever said you appreciated you what never I had this conversation recently. How many spells have you tried to learn while I played video I'm going to learn a spell real quick, if you don't stop. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's going to be Googling spells and you're in trouble. <laughs> but sir, please continue with how amazing your girlfriend is. So yeah, she was so sweet. And I, I, at the time, you're not really thinking of it, of the impact, right? You're not thinking of like your day to day. And I was doing that for 10, 12 hours. We all were. No, we like, all thought it was going to end in two weeks. Yeah, we, we didn't know. Around in the weeks. bed, baby. And here we are. <laughs> Three months in, and you're just getting lost in the time. Like, honestly, like, I'm sitting there playing so much. I'm talking to my friends. It was kind of like you see all this craziness in the outside world daily. Like, you're, you're like, it is, like, nerve-wracking. Um, I am, if you know me, like, I'm hypochondriac. My gears can Help turn. Help me with this freaking man. My gears can turn very quickly. You guys ha employ a hypochondriac I, during the pandemic and tell I, me... <laughs> I love Google. Oh, I love the Google things. Uh, he loves this, to check his blood pressure. I, yeah, I drink beetroot juice for that. Like, I, um, this was really hard. I'm going to cry all day. It's just so hard mentally that, like, playing, you know, there's video games and it, like, attached to these people and talking with them every day, like, helped me forget about everything else going on. I was so plugged into that universe. Um, there'd be times that we'd play... Um, we would literally sit there in a lobby and, and for the listener what a lobby is is just like the pre-menu before you actually jump into a game so you're not really playing anything you're literally just sitting there mm -hmm. and we would sit there in the lobby and just talk 
for an hour. You're just like a virtual chat room. Just a virtual chat room. Yeah, I know all about them. Yeah, and we would just sit there and talk. Like we would like did time we didn't even have to play the game. We were just so like in tune with yeah. each other and that's like, what you guys hang out. See, that's, that's the part of that says like so many guys just get shit for playing video games and then here you are have built Yeah. So on like top of, I don't want to say built yeah. from because you already had a sad yeah. bougie and everything in motion existence and yeah. it was already successful and stuff. But like now it's like taking it to like another level. Like you said, after you have that party, then it yes, like it, it like gives you extra street cred. We said it gives you Fred cred. Yeah. Fred, you, get, yeah. you get Fred cred. He so. calls it um, the F-bomb. Yeah. He calls it dropping the F-bomb. Yeah. So now people come out the woodwork and are like, oh. So, yeah. like, you're legit. You're not just, like, another party. Like, you yeah. have other accents. It's not just, like, Fred that you booked. That's just, you know, for us, probably one of the more notable names. But, like, Definitely more you know, notable, the, yeah. people, emo, emo all the emo singers, singers and stuff. You've had, like, a lot of those different. Yeah, we had a lot of emo singers. People. Um, Still yeah. working on Taking Back Sunday for a private TGG show. It's, been, but, you it's know. been so interesting just to watch the rise from, because it's, like, the Sad and Bougie's start was almost, like, synonymous with when when TGG started ish right no, no, no so like not when you started yeah. with us but like well so I'll, I'll go in back. age the party is roughly about as old as TGG right no well yeah as old as TGG because 2000 you're talking about 2017 18 right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, yeah so t- oh yeah not your history with us. not not our, yeah yeah no, not your history together, it's just yeah. with the the party itself but even with your since you've been with us watching the like growth oh yeah of what the party's evolved into yeah. and and like gets booked more frequently and further out and then and instead of having to reach out to places to book parties now places reach out to you and they're like will you be my party please oh, yeah. <laughs> it was sad and bougie when and you were at just, the pizza place in levittown awesome. their old house right or that was something no those different. were different things those were like little like kind of like a uh, little small like showcase so sad and bougie wasn't even born no. yet so like sad and bougie was born basically like when i was working in my old club we used to host emo nights there um and the emo nights would go from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Is that the one we would go to once in a while? No, you guys wouldn't go. To, you'd probably go to another like smaller. No, we emo. went to um the one uh, down the, the Barbary. Yeah, the Barbary. Those are smaller. Like th- this one's a national chain. Um, they, they... we we went once to the one that you hosted. The guys that are from like Boston or whatever that like they play the songs, and then you go and like sing oh yeah it was at your venue karaoke yeah Yeah, the karaoke karaoke. emo thing but that's like a there's so many emo things now it's like so hard to like that was years ago i I was impressed that they memorized that many damn songs to play like they have that whole freaking book and they're just like go ahead pick a song you go up and sing and we'll play as a band behind you and then you feel like you're like playing on a live stage with a band and it just brings that like karaoke to another degree absolutely i was like that was a smart idea that they had and they've been doing that for years now oh yeah they've been doing actually they just kind of announced like a couple days ago that they're putting a, a kibosh on it uh, mainly because, like, I mean, touring logistics is so expensive to tour. And they, t- they, they tour as a full band. Um, it can get kind of pricey. By now, they're um, probably not the only ones doing it either, right? And that's the problem. The oversaturation of emo right now in the music industry is, like, crazy. I, I look back at uh, Voltage Lounge, and I, I call it the house that emo built. Um, it's just it's just because we had an emo night, we had an emo band karaoke. Um, eventually, what was born from that was Sad and Bougie, and like these events alone would literally pay the bills, monthly rent of the venue. That's how like profitable they would be. Like 
Um, and, and to rewind, go back, that's how Voltage started. We would have an emo uh, party. It would go from 9 to 1. They used to cut it off at 1 a.m. because they were a touring emo group, so they like to kind of hit the road a little earlier. But they would pack out the room, and there'd be a lot of, you know, PA uh, bar curfew is 2 a.m. for anybody who's not familiar. So we have that extra hour left. What do we do? So I would Spotify DJ, hop on the uh, phone to keep the people there, keep them drinking, hanging out. Um, and I would start playing, uh, like, pop and rap music because we just heard emo for four hours like don't want to hear emo like for another hour. sunday on loop yeah we don't want to hear emo for another hour so i wanted to like switch up and like kind of clean people's palates get people dancing mm -hmm. get people ordering shots drinks and once again drink responsibly if you're over 21 <laughs> buzz balls um <laughs> last hour used to be this like shots and drinking and i'm like what i thought would like we would thin out the crowd people hung even longer and started partying even harder. And I'm like, my goodness, this is like such a fun night. Like just this, like, um, just this vibe is so fun. And I would do it every other month when they would come in town. And then I finally like kind of clicked at me. I'm like, we had an open Friday night. Uh, I need to fill it with something. Um, and you know, after just spitballing ideas and names and kind of tossing around ideas, we I landed on somehow sad and bougie. It just fit. The name is perfect. Yeah. Geez. And and uh, we hosted our and I, I just filled it in. We hosted our first one on a Friday night. Um, I just tossed it out there. And I was just like, all right, let's see if people buy tickets for this. Sold 150, 200 tickets with no prior history um no video promo because there is no video promo the party has never happened just yeah, right. a flyer a name and a concept and sold out uh i sold 150 200 tickets um that told me that like my goodness like people just love this idea we have something here um lo and behold within a, a month or two it goes viral uh, a lot of people start talking about it i have my due to my relationships with other rooms in and you know venues in the tri-state area they're reaching out to me talent buyers hey like we saw your party on the internet we'd love to bring this in um like awesome so we go to brooklyn we go to baltimore we go to atlantic city we go to um we go to uh wilmington delaware <laughs> tourist capital of the world no you know no knock on Delaware. There's, there's no sales tax. There's nothing to do with no, Delaware. There you go. There had to be something good down I go there. there to buy all expensive things. That is true. No tax. Um, but yeah, so and we were selling out every venue. Like we, and I'm talking 400 tickets per event. And we have never, we just played a couple Philly events. And just the concept alone, people love the concept. They love the idea. Mm -hmm. They wanted something refreshing. Emo nights are so saturated now. They were also kind of saturated then. Yeah. Um, so people just wanted something different. So I'm going viral. People, I'm selling out tickets. We're going. And then next thing you know, I get an agent. The agent is getting more dates for us. We're flying across the country. We're doing LA now. We're doing California. We're doing uh, the Midwest. We're doing this, um, the, this, this, the South. And we're we're going full on next thing you know we're on warp tour in atlantic city and we're doing the official uh pre-party of warp tour and that to me was like my goodness we're like getting recognized by major festivals for this yeah um you did far everyone loves it so that that is post-pandemic and then you know like we're, we're picking up all the steam pandemic happens i'm in utter like oh my goodness this is like 
the worst thing. I lose my venue. Um, yeah, because all the dramas happen with the venue. Yeah, we lose our venue. Um, sad and bougie is kind of like, am I going to be able to continue the momentum that we had going um, like from the pandemic and coming out of it? And at first I'm thinking like everybody thought this is just going to be a few weeks. This is just, you know. Two weeks. Yeah. And it, it just it just kind of grew... And then, like, other emo parties and other parties in general were doing, like, virtual things and, like, like where you, like, log in on your TV and you watch mm -hmm. it. I just didn't want to do that. I didn't think, you know, that would have any any value. Personally, like, a party, like, a value to me, a big value and importance is, like... A emo party? It's, like the, 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 like, the social experience. Like, seeing your friends there, hanging out with your friends, mm -hmm. sharing a drink and talking. And it's, like, doing it virtual, I just didn't think we would fulfill that need. So I had no interest in doing it. I just... I was, like, I'd rather just hold off and wait. Um, and then, you know, obviously... Video games with Fred. I'm telling you know we we get to know each other. We're talking, and he knows about my background in the music industry. He knows about Sad and Bougie and what I do, and just having his guidance and mentorship mm. through you know through that entire duration um, as well as like has been so like crucial to like all right when I get out of this thing on the pandemic is kind of we'll see how I can kind of pick up where I left off, and then here we like 2021. And now it's like so picking up. Picking up for sure. Like We heard all about what you did before the Glitter Guy. We heard that you work for the Glitter Guy now. But what the hell was it like for you? And granted, I was lived through it, so I know to work for the Glitter Guy at first. Because you, yeah. I mean, you did oh beverages. Yeah, what you did sad and bougie. But you did not know a shit about no, glitter. You didn't I, know I, nothing. I did not know a thing. And... And, and we barely taught you anything. I just want the there record was to show to that you there was yeah. nothing to teach. No, there you was jumped right in, and you were in the shipping room all yeah. the time. You were touching stuff. You were yeah. looking at things. You were googling things. Would you say you wanted two yeah, weeks also, or something? Yeah, yeah. I want the, two yeah. weeks to research. He yeah. said, yeah. Yes. lay the groundwork some I, for the wholesale program that I handed you. I laid somewhat of a groundwork. I yeah. I came up with like a. a a base synopsis of like what I felt our wholesale program should be structured with. Yeah. And I think I had like two accounts mm -hmm. and those accounts knew that they were basically beta accounts. Beta accounts yeah. Like you guys, wholesale is new. I've never done this. Yeah. My Jen company's new. Right? Everything's new. We're going to do this together as long as yeah. you guys are okay with it. Like things may tweak, change. Yeah. I need you guys. I need feedback. We want to make this successful. I don't yeah. want to just tell you these are the rules and that's it because I could be totally fucking wrong. Absolutely. Who and then, so, pilot stores? I can't remember, was man. Was one of them Jen? No. No. It was uh, this crafty addict, um, Kim Ross. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's that name I remember. Um, Tri-State Tri Tri Vinyl. Yeah, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. It just makes and me feel so nostalgic. I, yeah, I gave you those. And then I said, um, and then I sent an email out to each of them and said, hey, guys, I just hired Sean. He's going to be taking over wholesale and uh, he's going to work with you guys to, you know, build mm -hmm. this out. And like, that was it. And yeah. then <laughs> here's the, here here's, the, here's, the but, here's a computer and I'll be over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so, also, here's the box that your desk comes in. What is that alarm for? What? Could that possibly oh, be for? Do you do you want to know? Because I, I do know. Yeah. My haste the day tickets that I not didn't get that day, but I did end up getting the Thursday tickets after the fact, and I still don't think that they announced who the other band is with it. So, so I wonder. At nine fifty-five every single Thursday, do you have an alarm that it's goes just, off now just, every uh, single week? It's like I just did the hit the alarm thing and it's just repeating it for everything. That's what I mean. Do yeah. you have it go off at it's night? It's off now. Yeah. Just to remind you of the ticket you didn't get right away. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind me of the Sag. The Sag. Yeah, Sag. Good. Go ahead, Sean. Please. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, I, I, about two weeks prior, before I jumped on, I kind of wanted to do some research, see, you know, I've, I've seen your post in the past, <laughs> like, Instagram posts of, like, when you were very new to, to the glitter, you know, to, to this thing. Of course. Of, like you shipping out orders like these gigantic <laughs> ups things that are coming from like it seems like your front door and i'm like my god what is sarah up to this is i i had but i had i when i stepped in i did some research prior and honestly the research i did i was shooting a little higher um then i guess like my eyes were too big for my st stomach is that a word is that a yeah so um, I, I get into this thing. I have two weeks of research in my belt already. And then another two weeks once I'm actually on site and I'm like on the computer, I'm talking to people. On site, I like it. Yeah. So it, it's, it was honestly the most, uh, surprising thing I've ever seen in my life. The most impressive <laughs> thing, just like looking at the, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to brag, but looking at the numbers and like, oh, I'm like, my God, man. 2020 was doing, a different time for everybody. I've been doing something wrong. My whole life. <laughs> um, Who's moving units? Yeah. And I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, this is so damn impressive. Um, and Brian was. It was, it was at the point that uh, my my instructions to Brian, our marketer at the time was market. Don't market. Um <laughs> Yeah, like like uh, I, I need you to yeah. yeah I need you to monitor marketing yeah because if you over market anything yeah we're, we're fucked not, yeah we're not gonna be able to handle yeah because it was that it you know it it was honestly kind of surreal just seeing seeing this thing and I had no idea about this industry whatsoever no idea about the crafting industry no idea about glitter and didn't know that like I just thought glitter was like you got it in like a, I don't know a little bag and you know. I don't know. I didn't you went know on your branded. way. I didn't know that branded glitter was a thing or mm. could be a thing. Um, so after like a couple weeks of research, I'm starting to get a feel for it and where, where, where our stores should be and who is our, our resellers and uh, what they look like and what our targets should be. Um, and the most surprising thing is was uh, vinyl stores were like the first ones to be like, yo, they, like we want glitter. We want glitter. Like across the board. Across the board. And it was so crazy to see these, like, I, and this is where my research two weeks prior did not tell me that vinyl stores were our target, but they, they were our, our Tumblr makers were in vinyl stores, you know, um, and then resell, you know, the resellers were trying to make them all in one, um, you know, all in one st stop and shops where it's like, you know, you come here for your vinyl. Mm -hmm. um, you can also get your tumblers here, but we want to get glitter and we want the glitter guy glitter so um at first it was trying to recognize that it was our uh the vinyl stores were our target and once that was recognized um it just it exploded um and before we knew it we were in 100 stores international um it was a great year you were impressive yeah i mean it's just every 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 month we had like 10, 15 to 20 new accounts. And then now, you know, here we are today, uh, we're in chains, we're, we're international. Um, you know, I know things have been a little tough in the, in the, in the industry for some, um, it's been tough for everybody. It's been tough for everybody for sure. I mean, everybody's feeling it in a little uh, different ways, but, um, it's just, we, we are still 
still kicking. We're still doing well. We have. Still here? I can't really, you know, discuss what's in on the horizon here. Yeah. Um, but we have something rather juicy brewing. Yeah, we got big stuff. Which I do want to talk to you about that later today. I have an idea. Okay. Don't let me forget. I love ideas. I love ideas. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just like a, it's just such a fascinating. Honestly, industry. and even the cracks expo, like where we were able to take something that yeah. is in your wheelhouse more so, yeah, and then like take we what we all without, take yeah. what we do oh, and like yeah make it happen because it's like My your past, forte, yeah. you know what I mean? What and done. I think it was also like added a little bit of a extra spark for you too because it's yeah. like everyone everyone that. always gets more interested, you know what yeah. I mean? I love in, I mean in something in general I just I love to work to be quite honest with you I love to uh, move and shake so to speak I every day you like, shake well, idle hands Sean. right yeah it's like every day it's like the emailing the phone calls like you know I'm I'm constantly and I'm also constantly thinking the gears are always turning I'm always trying to think of like what's the next thing what's the next move uh, what can we do to continue to build this thing where 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 are we at six months from now a year from now. I'm always thinking of those things. It's a game of chess. It's like little mini missions when we uh, ask you to try and get in contact with random type of, like so. I always put it, to put it in perspective. To put it in a perspective, like we've wanted to. Uh, if anyone's ever seen, it was on our TikTok probably like uh, two years oh, ago now or whatever. <laughs> but like, so like Big Ed was huge, right? Like going on with the the the. What's the yeah. show? 90, 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day, yeah. I am and then, obsessed. And then, so, like, he was on Cameo, and everyone knows what Cameo is and stuff, and then we're doing a Cameo thing, and we were like, we should do, like, a Cameo ad. And we are like, but I don't want to have that stupid Cameo, like, sticker in the corner. Yeah. How, what if we, like, contact him directly? And you were like, I mean, I I know that I can get in contact with him. Like, yeah. you sure? And you're like, and then it turns out after that that, like, then he's just like texting you. He's sending you. He's sending you pictures. He's at like the he's fucking hat store. Mask. Yeah, he's like taking pictures of himself in like a duck mask. Like, yo, what do you think if I like get grab yeah. this hat for? And it's like one of the best at, like things. <laughs> somehow, somehow you're like the most personable being person. Well, it's like not even just being personal. I'm, like I, I, I'm thorough at research, and I like it's like one of the things that like I like. I'm like that's like my real like skill and asset like i know how to reach out like i know how to get in touch with people like i know how to find their contact i do my due yeah. diligence i within you know you tell me hey i want to get in touch with such so and so 48 hours i'll have an email or phone number we're not always necessarily able to like solidify deals and stuff but like i don't think that there's necessarily been an instance where we didn't at least have some sort of a correspondence back oh no you yeah. know like we were trying to fucking talk to martha stewart i was gonna yeah. say she's that. expensive we we're trying to yeah <laughs> oh Bob a little bit of a bunch uh, of ross. yeah, yeah we, um, we got uh, this, the, uh, this ross son steve steve ross uh uh if anyone watched the netflix yeah. documentary uh, Bob Ross's son Steve Ross like we were gonna have him come out and that last, was like that was in like yeah. way further talks and stuff yeah. and and uh I always go to Sean when I want those to. are just the things yeah. like I, I've like I feel like sometimes unorthodox ideas for people yeah. or for guests for certain things and I'm just like I mean wouldn't it be cool if we had Bob Ross's son yeah and then it's just like he's relevant they just had a special and I feel like probably a lot of other competing events aren't thinking that realm that's also yeah. where i want to go is i don't want to keep grabbing the same fucking people that yeah. people have honestly it's not even that way people are now booking the same people that i booked but for sure so to stay fresh try to come up with these ideas and it's just like throw them out and you're like 
you just get the responses now like granted like i said not always able to like make something work but it's still yeah. just always impressive that yeah we're just we'll, like there there will be i mean i'm always constant in communication with 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 we've, we've talked even this morning about potential guests a little bit you know mm -hmm. it's just if we can make those deals work i mean you know listen, and make them make sense too. make them make sense it's like make just because you can get get it don't do a it named person it. doesn't yeah. mean like do, do they remember fit that when he though? contacts riffraff for the love of everything <laughs> Riff Raff is like the most, is the Neon Don, all right? So I'm just the, telling you that if we have it. Neon Don. Like, yeah. he's the sweetest man ever. Like, How honestly, I've, if, so. I've, he's called, he like, he like bleeds color though. I feel like he would yeah. honestly fit the brand. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wouldn't even be the worst person. He'd have to have. come in person though for craft tea or something. How much for that? How much money is that? Oh, probably <laughs> five grand. I wonder if he's Riff Raff on craft tea. He, is he never not riff riff? What's yeah, he, I, I've talked to him in perfect David like, Jones behind the behind the scenes, and he was very calm and. I mild. mean, just like just like Sean said that Fred is a character when he's interviewed and stuff. Like, I mean, honestly, just like uh, Andy Kaufman was a character when he I didn't was know you could yeah, turn when he was off. somewhere. Yeah, and that's what Fred yeah does riff raff turn riff raff off. Is uh, is he always dials back to you know Andy Kaufman? Did you ever think in your whole wildest dreams, and obviously I know the answer is probably no, that you would literally be sitting here with now the Livelies talking? I mean, sometimes we come in the warehouse and just talk about drama, and you're like, you're up to date on most of it. I'm like, I'll spitball oh, yeah. names Especially out there the of all these girls that are like, say, Vanderpump that are fighting <laughs> against each <laughs> other, or this drama with this girl, or this, and, and Sean would be like, but I thought she was friends with her, and that she runs the thing and does the thing, and we're all doing the thing and yeah. you were like very in on it you well, you remember stuff you you take notes yeah. and stuff like did you ever think in your wildest dreams you'd be sitting here talking about glitter drama uh, i know i didn't <laughs> no but i find it's find it so fascinating i mean to be you good at what you to do Rachel you have to have your finger on the pulse i don't think any four of us in this room expected to be doing what we're doing right this moment in this moment right like chris were you expecting to be recording us talking about like glitter and like crafts and stuff when you started your what like, I video takes me everywhere so <laughs> i've learned to expect the unexpected yeah, right there you, hey. Hey. you watch big brother uh, i know right <laughs> i think that's I, trademark i don't think we could say that <laughs> i've said this before if any of our competitors are out there listening please reach out we have a great television pilot we like to uh we like to introduce glitter wars i have producers we can make this thing work and we can he's not kidding we can all make a, a you know, a, a good amount of change. We can all retire nicely. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so random. Like, uh, you were managing dentist's office. Mm -hmm. I was doing line work. You were booking acts. Yeah. Brian was doing whatever it is Brian does. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yes. I honestly don't know necessarily what Chris was doing specifically before this, but I know things that you did do before this. You might this. have been in college, so, I guess, right? You just graduated a year or so? Uh, yeah. Yeah, less than a year out of Berkeley. So you might have been in college by then. Yeah. Or during then, I meant to say. Not by then. I took a Berkeley yeah. class online. Next time we're going to see you. <laughs> I did. I took a random Berkeley. Over the pandemic, that was another thing I did. Really? I, I took was, random I was online courses. When literally they were like, yeah, we're shutting down like in the middle of yeah. class. They were like, everybody go home. I, I took like, Penn U classes. Okay. <laughs> it was crazy. I took like Penn U classes and Berkeley classes online oh, over the pandemic. Yeah. Probably the only one. Like, I mean, it's not even craft yeah. related, but it's next time it. we need to just have Chris in front of the camera and he can just tell us about the uh, whatever's not red taped uh, yeah. of experiences 
Nickelodeon and being a child actor and all that stuff because I take, you have a whole stuff. different perspective than other people would have on that stuff too which yeah. is like that's the part that I'm trying to get is like the the team that's here yeah. is like so fucking diverse and like what yeah. we came from to what we do now is like 180s for those, those can past I experiences story out from that can i throw that story out do you care from the dinner i said when i called all the girls out for not knowing who you were oh yeah okay i don't know if, i don't know if you guys got to I, hear this i, I heard okay it, yeah, a little bit, yeah. so we're at dinner after the misfits thing and whoever was still around after the 4 p.m class we all went out to dinner and stuff and we're sitting around the table and of course chris was over on the weekend and he was filming everything and i don't even remember how it came up but i'm like you know he he's like famous, right? And you know I had a few. I was like, you know he's 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 somebody. And they were like, who? And I'm like, he's like the moose from. Uh, <laughs> and I swear I was like, he's Everyone the moose from that. Backyardigans. And they were like, no, he's not. I'm like, it's a uh, it's, it's a, a caribou. caribou. And of course you have to reenact it all the right way and stuff. And they were like, no, he's not. I'm like. Yes, he is. Google him. And the one girl Googled him and the other girl's down the other She's like, yes, he is. I'm like, yes, he is. Why would I just say he's a backyard again? That's like one of the weirdest things to make up. You know? Every single, I mean, we had 16 right, people, you including you myself. Your, Every like, single Instagram one profile? of those people were like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. Like, I, used to I voice can't Danny believe, I could have got a picture with yeah, the backyard like, again. I'm like, <laughs> so <laughs> all I'm taking out of this is that not one of you people actually follow the glitter guy in our group. You don't really follow all our posts because that was one of our best posts. It was, yeah. On traction when I introduced Chris, our you know videographer, or is that the, I mean, we got to get a better title, that was a more when fancy we, title. But when we apologized to Chris after Brian put him on blast Brian, on the Brian group. Brian blasted like, him. That's who it was. was, like, was Brian, Brian was like, I hope you don't mind. I did that. I was like, no, no, it's fine. We, they were like, I can't believe you didn't tell us. I'm like, we told every single person, all 60, what, 2,700 members of the Glitter Guy who you were. And it happened that these 16 ladies... Well, that was the thing. Is like To follow our posts. I mean, you might have been able to get a picture with a backyard again. It's like, we also, like try our hardest not to exploit like uh, like by that's any means was, like as much as we can because it's mind. like i didn't want to leverage that at all like that's that's like chris's experience and what chris did and everything no, and, and even it's with, like never on my mind because you're just chris but it's like that it's the yeah. same thing with like sean's parties and stuff like sean you're can probably sean. get us into like just about any concert that comes through philadelphia but he I, has offered you a few <laughs> and and that's that's usually how many times have I asked you if I can go to something like once like or twice, once? and it's only like like I asked you if I, I if you want to go to Saves the Day this weekend because I love Saves the Day, and I was like, yeah. oh fuck, Sean's might be up for that, but yeah. you got other stuff going yeah. on. But like that's it's few and far between because oh, I yeah. don't, and that's both of us. Like even with our expo and stuff, when we should be reaching out to people and saying like, hey, you guys want to get free stuff, free stuff, free stuff, and help out, it. And, it, and it's all like it it like is bothersome like to our cores to like ask or exploit or like favors oh i just even don't we're like giving it. them something it doesn't yeah, of course, even matter yeah, it it, it yeah even if we reciprocated like it doesn't feel that way yeah and that's well I that's think what i'm saying it's like we have such a great team that have so many different assets and so many different things that we can kind of leverage but we do, we try our best not to lean on those things mm. but they are beneficial yeah. when we can and well, it's like just right, to cool. touch on what you just said, it's like that's why this company is as successful as it is because you have people from different backgrounds and different industries that were successful in those industries. 
Um, they may have a different way of looking at things or mm -hmm. doing things. And you guys have so much expertise in the craft industry and in the glitter industry specifically. It's just like when you have those outside perspectives from people that are successful, things kind of get different, get done differently than the norm. And it's more exciting. Like the things that the glitter guy might do is a lot more exciting because you have different perspectives on it. Not everybody is like cued into what every everybody else does. Like I'm not really that cued into what anybody else is doing in the craft industry all the time. Right. Um, but I can come up with creative new ideas from maybe my past experiences and uh, uh, include them into what we do here at the Glitter Guy to make exciting new promos, uh, new marketing, new concepts, new ideas, things that haven't we haven't seen yet in the craft industry. So that's things like you know, like me and Chris, and you know that 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 can bring those. You know, and Brian did obviously. Brian was is just like he's a very good at Google Analytics. Like he like understands like numbers. he's a really good brander. He's he, very good. He, we have him to like, thank for I mean what ninety seven percent of our branding. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian is definitely responsible for sure for the overall. He's a little jab. The overall vibe of what TGG is. Yeah. I think I think that's the right word. Would be vibe. Yeah. Is it's is, like is like due to Brian. It's like yeah, the aesthetic. There you yeah, go. The aesthetic. The aesthetic of the brand yeah. is definitely it's Brian's aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Like I know even the graphics I make for videos, it was so easy to plug in because you guys had it. I didn't have to develop like an aesthetic, yeah. a look, a feel. Yeah. Like, no, I was he's just got like, your okay, fonts ready. Make graphics got... in line with yeah. the current brand. It was just, easy. He's got color like codes my head. for yeah. you. Ed eleven sixty four is the pink. Twenty seven A E one is the blue. If anyone yeah. wants to recreate them colors, I don't own. I the just colors. think that if everybody. Exactly. No, Pantone yeah. does. Yeah, exactly. Those are those are the Pantone codes. Like we, it's everything is all you know. We try to keep everything like I just in think line, if and it you're works. Get everybody. And he saw that room. from the start. That's what like what was important was when we brought Brian on. He's like, okay, you guys have some shit that matches. You have a lot of shit that don't. Let me clean it up. Let's like make this shit make sense. Yeah. And like that's that's like what Brian did for like the first two years was yeah. like just making shit make sense yeah i like I mean? it when we show him our old flyers and his face gets flustered oh, yeah. yeah i love it when i show him the flyers i make now and his face gets flustered yeah it's, it's you know, i like the fluster brian having people under the same roof that like would all that all think the same is like you're going to get the same results and you're going to get a lot of things that people are already diff uh, that are already doing like you're not going to get ahead of the curve like at all so like now you guys brought some real fresh ideas that we would have yeah, never thought like, about and then you know and that's what i mean that's that's teamwork Work. Teamwork makes the dream work, so they say. So you know. And sometimes I fought you guys on some things, Absolutely. and you, you sold me, or you guys just did it anyway. And it usually, yeah. I mean, I can't remember one time it didn't work out. Yeah, I think most of the t most of the times all of our little. You know me. Sometimes I get a little nervous. Oh, I know that we have to leave a spot for Taylor Duncan's dad jokes. What is up, guys? Taylor Duncan. Duncan Custom Airbrush back again with another set of jokes. I know you guys love these. The first one is, why is buying art a good investment? Because you can appreciate it. Get it? Appreciate money. It actually, fun fact, art is considered an asset that gains value. A little hack here, if we figure this out, we can trade each other art and you have to keep it for a year. We'll make the value go up and then we'll sell it there's a life hack for you. If you could do some research on that, let me know. Joke number two. Did you hear about the artist that told too many jokes and took it too far? He didn't know where to draw the line. All right, and joke number three, last one for today. Knock, knock. I love a good knock, knock joke. Who's there? That's, what, that's your line, you're supposed to say that. Broken pencil. 
Broken pencil, who? Die, forget it. It's pointless. That's all I got for you today. See you next time. Back to the glory, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. I have to. I have Thank to. You. I just have to remember sometime like mid, mid-ish a conversation to just leave a segue for Taylor to be cut in, Mr. so Duncan, that he's not just like at the you. end. Those are some, that's some real knee slappers. <laughs> Speaking of dad jokes, um, if we're going to the Great American Craft Expo in August, I will be hosting the welcome party and doing a dad rock party. Which and I've been to one and it's bomb. It's a fun time. Yeah. It's uh, Friday night. Um, at the showboat the day before we get underway with vendors and classes on the Friday night, August 11th, um, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. So it's not not too early, not too late. Um, we're gonna have a welcome party where it's a mixer or you can meet, uh, hopefully meet and greet. Uh, Are you gonna wear the dad rock outfit? I am going to absolutely embarrass myself and wear the dad rock outfit. Well, hopefully, if we, we'll, we'll just, we'll push enough stuff out ahead of time because if we can get everyone to dress up in the dad rock shit, that's, like, that's the vibe yeah. for the party. I'm bringing a fanny pack. I'm fanny doing packs, a whole nine. Yeah. Uh, we, we want to- Dad shoes and on that deck. Was like, so like when I went to Sean's first dad rock party, I did biker dad because that's like what my dad was. So I think everybody's version of dad also is just, it's either what, you either do what your dad was, or you do the generic, yeah. like the lawnmower, like jean shorts. Everyone does like that one with the fanny pack. You're like gonna you have to send me a picture for reference of yourself. I'm gonna send out all the teachers. But the crowd looked so dope on the uh, your first one, oh my and goodness. and I feel like that we can definitely bring it up to the nth degree. I mean, like. It was so wild. You made the grill people, into so. your DJ stand. I was so grill. impressed. The disco ball. We can so. When I had this party, it was my Y'all been making the dimensional disco ball tumblers, but Sean yes. Sean did that way Jeez. prior. You need disco ball to grill. Like disco mirror to grill. And, and you like, said that was like your first like craft, right? It was my first craft. That was me I technically crafting. I forgot you did that. Yeah. I don't really... For the you listener, just send Chris a picture. He's got to cut that in. I'm not... Yeah, I'll send Chris a picture. For the listener, I am not a crafter by any means. Don't uh, you sell yourself short, sir? We're all crafters inside. We're all crafters inside. I had my first crafting experience with a grill, and we we got some. Me and my girlfriend got some disco mirror, um, little cut you can get from Amazon, and we it was tedious. My goodness, it probably was like a lot like rhinestoning, I guess, because it's just like each individual single piece kind mm -hmm. of. Because when it's circular, yeah. when it's circular, like if you try to cheat and do like a whole like strip. Rip, it just kind of gets all, it starts running on you. Like you would with vinyl. Right. It starts kind of going sideways. So on you just you. said you're not a crafter and now you're like comparing it to. You're giving everyone like a free tutorial. I Yeah. So for anybody out there who's looking to disco This is also the Thursday tutorial. You have to be patient. It's like piece by piece by piece and plug it in. This, at first I was like, I'll take like two days. We'll, we'll get knocked out. And then I was like, after the first day of trying it, I was like, oh, this is like a weak project. And it, it became one of those things where we just had it in our living room, a grill in our living room, sat there, watched a lot of Vanderpump, had Vanderpump going in the background. We had our high moons. I love Vanderpump now. And we just sat there and just teed like just put. So little, the grill was sponsored by High Noon and Vanderpump. It was sponsored by, yeah. <laughs> It was one of our late night things. And uh, yeah, so the party aesthetic is, I never even, like, it's just a dad rock party. Our playlist is 
and this is controversial to what dad rock is because people are like that's dad rock now foo fighters mm -hmm. dad rock yeah yeah what else are we saying oh, creed. Man, anyone yeah, yeah, creed, creed for sure creed, creed comes up three doors down is from three doors down dad, dad rock puddle of muds dad rock like we're getting older now. These things. Nirvana is definitely Nirvana dad. Nirvana is definitely dad. Rock. Puddle of Mud's just a Clement of Nirvana. Anyway. See, dad rock, dad rock. I think like ACDC, Tom Petty. No, that's classic rock in my opinion. Yeah, that, it that's it that's is. That's what it's, my dad listened even... to though. That's so like. Right. But dad, dad rock is like a moving genre because yeah, every it's, it's whoever is the generation. So things in the nineties and. Late '90s, early 2000s are technically kind of dad rock Stop now. Stop it! Is... Right now you don't say that again. Yeah, so, honestly, Limp Biscuit could be. I, listen, is he a dad I rock? don't. I don't like putting him in that category at all. But whatsoever. but he does have a song. Limp Biscuit is definitely a dad rock. Like I would say, Behind Blue Eyes, his cover of Behind Blue Eyes could be kind of dad sold rocky. as dad rocky. So does that make the Who dad? Because that's almost like, classic. you know what? It's almost like Yacht We're just Limp Bizkit's vision. Though. So, so there's also, so much of a... So many different rocks. How many of discussions have we had in the office of like what our personal definitions are where the line ends and begins? Yes. For Guys, like dad drop rock, your comments. Rock. Yes, drop, yeah. comments. drop Honestly, comments of the top three bands that you think are dad rock. Because there's, listen... There's, I can put set it to do a poll too. If there's, right? You can... The, Not on YouTube, can you? YouTube has a poll function. They do have a poll function. So maybe, maybe I don't know if anyone actually oh. uses it, but yeah. there is a poll function. I know but that Spotify does too. There's, oh, yeah. there's dad rock, right? There's butt rock. What's which, a butt rock? So butt rock is like butt sounds cherry. like a medical condition. It does. Yeah, it does. I think it sounds I, uncomfortable. It's, it's you like, got butt rock. Oh my god. <laughs> That sounds like when you have a, 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 a no, the stone, a kidney stone. Oh, I'm like, that sounds what, like what something. Are you say? It's a kidney stone, but for for the up for the rectum. For your yeah, that's something I would play. Like a rectum Google. stone. You call them butt rocks. If I if I was in 2020, <laughs> my bad, I was passing a butt rock. <laughs> Sean 2020 on Google is 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 diagnosing myself with butt rock. Can you guys? Oh, if you guys are curious what genre butt rock is, just go ahead and throw the term butt rock into in Google, Google and your answer. It'll, I don't it's, know it's actually, like the answer. The, the results are not far off of the results of Blue Waffle. So, oh. <laughs> there's dad rock. I'm done. There's butt rock. There is divorced dad Wait, rock. Wait, did you define Yeah, the divorced rock? dad rock playlist I found. Um, so he was asking, find... what is butt rock? So like, butt rock is like buck cherry, um, anything that like felt like it, sh it was supposed to be meant for the 80s, but it came out in the 2000, late 90s, 2000s. So like the darkness? Yeah, you can. Well, yeah, you can kind of. The call darkness it is very yeah. specifically what you just described. They are an True. 80s band that came out in the 70s, 2000s. Maybe, maybe 70s, late 70s. No, they were 80s hair band. Steel Panther is like an 80s hair band that came yep. out in a place. So they could be butt rock. So there's then there's Divorced Dad Rock, which is like, I like to call Biker Emo. Biker which is Emo. Like, which is like Creed, Hinder, Lips of an Angel. Divorced Dad Rock, definitely Lips of an Angel for mm -hmm. sure is a Divorced Dad Rock type of song. Divorced Dad Rock. Um, there, we, we, can, we can go and dive into this. There's Yacht Rock, which I think is like Steely Dan or like... Jimmy Buffett, like Margaritaville, Yacht Rock, Holland Oats could be like Yacht oh, Rock. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So there's different avenues. And then we can go into classic rock. So that's basically yeah, a dad the Divorced rock. Dad Rock playlist has Chevelle, Audio Slave, Shinedown, Nickelback, POD, Stained. Nickelback, definitely. Yeah. I don't know about the other ones. I don't. I think they're more like just dad rock. 
Divorced dad rock has to be sad, right? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's happy divorced dads out there. Would you say the fray would be like? No, the fray is like, like. Dad No, that's like, uh, like, a, like sitcom. Sitcom rock. rock. <laughs> sitcom rock. Help. Yeah, that's like. See, this is what happens in the office. Is when we can't yeah, find like a category sitcom. for someone specifically, they get their own like, category. You, you would, you would hear like how to save a life at the end of an ER episode. You know what I mean? Like that's like sitcom rock, yeah. right? I really enjoy your rock knowledge. Thank you. Like I, you know, sure. this is stuff. this is the universe I'm going to provide everybody at Dad Rock, and we're going to dive into these universes. I'm happy to argue with whomever wants to go over what they think is this and that, but I'll have a grill. I hope I, people yell random shit. Yo, play some yacht rock. Yeah, yeah I, like, yo, play some divorced dad rock. <laughs> You'd be like. <laughs> I will take requests. <laughs> like, you gotta organize your playlist by like that. Yeah, by you're which, looking at it. Yeah, play which, some sitcom rock. Right. Not, <laughs> not to give away too much of the show, but we start off the show with the Home Depot intro. Like the, it's like that's how. No, it's actually, you have a you. What is that? You have a video thing that plays in the back too. Yeah, I do. Have that's far. It has a New Balance. So it says, yeah, we. It's a whole production. I have a grill that I DJ out of. I have a like we mentioned, we touched on before the disco grill. It has a little steam coming out of it. So you flip burgers and dogs. I flip burgers and dogs. I'm playing uh, Rob Thomas and Santana Smooth, and I'm sitting there. We're gonna put the lawnmower yeah. on stage too we this year. Be, we, we got, we got. Yeah. You have a lot more real estate for stage at the Craft Expo. We can because make because it's the real thing. like that. So yeah, maybe we talk about <laughs> something that's relevant. So yeah, and I, I, <laughs> the Craft Expo, the, the House of Blues stage. Event. This is yeah, a, it is, it is, yeah, it is talking about. Honestly, I think it's one of the more interesting. They uh, need to episodes. know exactly what kind of rock that they're getting into. Because what if they don't want to yeah. buy a ticket for Listen, Rock? If they don't want to rock, then they might as well roll. There you go. Taylor Duncan. That way, that's the tagline for uh, for the, the Dad Rock Party. It is. If you don't want to rock, you better roll. Keep on rolling. Keep on, and then keep on rolling, and then and then, and then Fred Zara starts playing. Okay, so. Everything in full circle. We got, I, I want at least $5 for that idea. I just want the record to show the live. I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to charge for these fucking ideas. Have a babysitter Saturday night. What? The Lidleys do have a babysitter for we Saturday We do for sure? Night, yeah. Did she yeah. confirm? Yeah, also she just said that... I told her specifically, I said that I want to be there to watch Sean get famous. Yes. That's what I said. She said There's also no way a said that seven year old man is getting famous. He, it doesn't. He, she uh, said, "What about you bring Steve Fred uh, to the glitter guy picnic this year?" Hold Steve Aoki. Can we can Google that? Yeah, Steve Aoki's yeah, over thirty seven. Like probably famous for like. 10 Look years. at uh, I mean, Ty Steve Aoki was born into fame with his fucking Tiger dad, King but was well over. 37. True. I don't Steve. plan on huh? breeding Steve's tigers. Forty five. Forty five, and all he has to do is toss some cakes. True. You tossed a lot of cakes, though. I was tossing I know, a burger. And I was the recipient of a cake. Yeah, I was tossing burgers. We'll, yeah, you we'll right. put that picture in there, too, because I got it. Um, yeah, we have a picture of me getting caked at a fight. We used to go to EDM Fest. We used to be fun. I don't think... <laughs> now we have to get babysitters. I don't think yeah, EDM Fest... Yeah, now I need a babysitter. Get itineraries together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that's just that's just a kind of a touch of what we're getting into with the Great American Craft Expo. That is our Friday night. That's what I love is that the the venue itself, and and that's why we're gonna we just went there to do some promo stuff this past weekend with Misfit Makers, and we want to go keep going yeah. and do some more stuff leading up to just because I I feel like we haven't done enough of a service to highlight 
like the history and and just like the the play the vibe the vibe of the place like how our events the pre-party that stuff last time mm -hmm. all that was specifically at arnold's which was yeah. great it was the arcade it was all that stuff but there was no like open floor or anything like i think we had like a informal kind of announcement on our stage at the expo and said everybody you know please go over to the, the party's going to start it's across the parking lot mm -hmm. but like this is it's it's so very different like the stage itself is House of Blues. Like, famous acts have been playing there for fucking decades. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Just to be able to be on a stage that has history like that. That's what I was saying before. Is like, the classrooms, the manor room that we're going to have some of our classrooms in. And then the other one, the Heart and Soul, which is an old poker room, which that vibe is awesome, too. Yeah. Like, you're going to open those doors... And straight ahead where you go to check in is where you normally cash your chips in. And this is like a high roller poker room. This yeah, is right. like a, there's only like room for tables to be set up on this side and tables to be set up on that side. So this is, would have, would have been and is a very intimate setting oh, yeah. for like if you were playing poker and stuff. So it was definitely for like low count tables, high dollars in there, which also a ton of history I'm sure <laughs> happened in there, which is also so cool. And because a lot of these other conventions, and by a lot of them, I mean literally every single other convention is at a convention center. Our last one was at a convention center. All the other ones are at convention centers. I haven't seen really anyone else's, and I, I would not mind to be proven wrong, because I hope that they don't always end up in convention centers. Because mm -hmm. just like I said with our ideas for Glitter Guy in stores and create creative backdrops and settings and stuff, I didn't necessarily enjoy that last year's expo was in a white room a white big old everything is a just big old white square room now lighting is excellent for that right that was another complaint that we had in or not a complaint it, it's a, it was a struggle or a obstacle for us where we're at here because we had to spread our vendor floor further than we would have liked absolutely uh within the same space because of lighting like we could have yeah. had our vendors in the room right adjacent to where all the classrooms are and and over spillage in the hallway and stuff but the lighting just sucks so we had to just make that decision and i think that that's important that we were thinking also about our vendors and about our uh customers and attendees that that matters like if you're a vendor and you spent all this money and you invested all this time and we've been on the side of being vendors to go out there and push your product and it's a craft expo, so your products probably have some sort of a sparkle or color or something that should be eye-catching. And if I'm trying to like sell it in a dingy, dingy room, which that place was meant to be dingy, that's a casino. If you guys have been in casinos, they don't have windows. It's on purpose. So you don't want to know what time it is so that you don't go, oh shit, I was supposed to be making dinner. You need to be here spending money. Yeah. So that's like Oh shit, the, the sun's point. up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that's like the whole point of it. Granted, it's a defunct casino, but it was still a casino, so it is still a darker setting. And that was just a decision we had to make. And now, granted, uh, this is all perfect tea because it does matter. We went and did that walkthrough, and we <gasps> went to show Jess and Jerry a lot of the rooms. One of the rooms for sure that we were going to walk was our vendor floor, which is in the carousel room, which... I should say was in the carousel room because there isn't a carousel room anymore. Well, the room's we, there. The doors are gone. The room is the room is technically like I guess I guess you can say it's technically there, but it's not because you the can't doors get to are it just anymore. So gone. where we were supposed to register for our event, we walked up, and it's like got some caution tape in front of it, and then beyond that, where you would register, 
is where you would walk into our vendor floor. That was the original layout. Drywall. No I'm one not, told us either. We no, still have not been told no about this. No, nothing. And uh, These are just the kind of things that happen. So drywall, right? And then we go to the other side. You could still, uh, the room actually, you could go all the way through it. And on the back side of it, there was a small exit that actually went to the bathrooms. We we're like, this is super convenient. I had to oh, go yeah, to the bathroom yeah, yeah. from driving down there, drinking all my damn coffee. So much and coffee. I go to go to the bathroom and I just look there and Sean's walking with me. And that's also boarded up. We both look at each other. I was like, you can't get in this fucking room no more. Like, it's yeah. gone. We don't it's have so any weird. messages from anybody, whatever. I mean, mm. it turns out that they're, uh, quote unquote, uh, making it into more rides. So, like, my answer oh, to is that, that is, what they're doing? can you have yeah. them fucking rides at least done by August 11th, please? Because if you're going to inconvenience me, at least have more attractions for my guests. It but anyway, to not hit the panic button, which is like something, whoop, whoop. this is the part that's like, whatever. They were already building a brand new vendor floor. Yeah. Brand new. We walked it before it was even constructed where it was going to be when we first were booking the place. And then that's why we chose the vendor floor where we were at because we were like, hey, let's take the room that absolutely exists. You don't know what your production schedule shit can happen. Yeah. I'm not taking a maybe room. I'm taking the definite room. And it was a good area. Yeah. And the location was better because it's literally just you go right up the escalator classes and the and the parties and anything like that. The craft room, you come directly downstairs and your vendor floor is literally Hotel directly under was right there. Now you actually park in the parking garage after you're done parking in the parking garage and everything. When you come out, uh, no matter what, the, there's only one parking garage for showboat. You walk down a long hallway to get to the registration. But as soon as you get off the elevator, actually, on that ground floor, the vendor floor is there. The vendor floor is actually the ground level of the parking garage. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's far and it isn't. Yeah. It's actually immediate. You'll be able to fucking register and check in and stuff right away almost. That, that part is almost a little pretty. bit better. It's very new. It's very clean. Everything yeah. is like all bright lighting. It's all yeah. white lighting. So that part is better. It is an upgrade and stuff. It's just an inconvenience in that it's a fucking curveball. Like yeah. you and I have had the discussions about it and I had the stew even like a day later on like how much it did affect us. Because at first we're like, whatever, we have another vendor floor. It's fine. We'll pivot. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, dude, I've driven down to this place two, three different times with you, spent entire days that I should have been doing shit here, Drew walked out the whole fucking vendor floor, had my walkie wheel, figured out exactly how many vendor spaces we have, all that shit. Got and that's all in the trash now. Like that, I can't use a bit of it. I can't use an inch, ounce None of it. It is a different room. Like we so, got quotes for everything. That's all wasted time, and I can't bill someone for that. That's yeah. just it's just Bet gone. You I can. Yeah. Well, you know that's part of the reason why we got fortunate with this space is because it was so volatile. It was like just changing. There was a lot of money being invested into the showboat. Mm -hmm. They're literally transforming AC as we speak. Yeah. Like we're right like, in the middle of like a like an evolving a facelift. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's so like just for the listener out there i mean the reason why we chose this spot we we did we want didn't want the like jason touched on we didn't want the conventional convention center um when we did it with oaks it was great you know listen we, we had a great experience at oaks but there's nothing really going on around oaks there's not much to do besides right. the convention so we wanted something that was an all-in-one sort of scenario like a resort of uh, uh, of sorts like where you can be in your hotel and yeah. you can travel down to the bar area after hours or wherever you want to go. You just wanted go. to justify your travel 
more so. Yeah. Like you can justify going to a destination location more than you can justify going to Oaks PA. Correct. <laughs> yeah. We have and now this, you know, we've we've been fortunate. 100%. We just it's just perfect timing that they're launching a brand new water park that's supposed to be the largest um, in the indoor water park waterfront. In largest indoor waterfront. indoor waterfront in the water park. That is like so to have that launched by the quite time, a category. I think it actually like rolls open in July, so yeah. it will be like fresh. fresh. You're not dealing with the dirty water. Nobody's You're not dealing it. with no nobody. children have peed in this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Little, you haven't had any to no pee. Yeah, no floating poop scares in the river. No, yeah, little. Does to that no... happen to people for real? It just happened in Sesame Place. Like it week. happened to me once. It a... just happened in movies. No, no, I mean, you're talking about kids on an exponential level, yeah. and kids go well, to the bathroom in their diapers, and it falls out of the diaper while they're in a lazy river. Is anybody so, listening? It's never on purpose. A Pee, you know? I don't think that there's like four-year-olds on purpose are like, I'm about to poop in that river. But like, yeah, they just so happen to have pooped in line. It and actually it fell happened out to me in Atlantic City, strangely enough, where we're going. Uh, me, me and Bill and a couple of other buds were in a pool and some kid puked in it. Uh, I was at Oceans, which is like one of the resorts. It's like yeah. a casino. Like, what is there a kid doing in like a casino <laughs> pool? But like... Yes. He puked in it, and then everybody got like, eh, get out, get out of the pool, it's shut down. So I guess these things do happen. You know, we've all had the random Band-Aid land on us maybe once or twice in a... Oh, know, God. But this is this is a brand new, fresh, state-of-the-art water park. It's literally the largest... 100,000 square feet. 100,000 square feet. Glass, insulated, polycarbonate, pane-curbed roof, water park under construction. Well, I, like, I didn't need the under construction part. I feel like... Honestly, this would be the biggest thing since Sandy, you know, for yeah. Jersey Shore, like oh, Jersey, yeah. Justin yeah, Jersey in general, yeah. because they've been, I mean, they haven't come back, you know yeah. what I mean? But as far as just New Jersey having like something, because Florida's got their stuff, like yeah. everybody's got their beaches and everything. Yeah. This would be, I mean, it might be really good thinking that showboat. The Atlantic City something. could be the, the destination space. And then you know like, the roof was going to be, is the roof retractable? Yes, I think so. The I think roof's retractable. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that. So on sunny days, sunny days they retract the roof. Hundred million. But like you're right on the beach. We're right on the beach. So you have a water park. You have a beach. You have a pier with rides and amusements. If you know you want to stay up late night, there's casinos all around you. Restaurants open all the time. Hard Rock, yeah, Hard Rock every, is next door. And we walked. That's where we had yeah, lunch when we did we the walkthrough. So it's less than five minutes. To the hard rock. By the way, we shouldn't be promoting any other casino. You should spend your time and energy and money in the showboat resort. Specifically in the convention area. Yeah, at the Great American Craft (laughs) Expo specifically. But yeah, this is why we chose this location. This is why we fell in love with this location. 700 Yeah, because I feel like we take people's feedback and we go like, honestly, probably too far with feedback. But like, then I just, I think we do that to make sure that like, there's no room for saying it again you know for being held to that again and and granted it was few and far between that we had feedback of people from the last expo that felt that they did not get their values worth and it was and um those ones when we even like looked at it overall i'm like i mean mathematically you absolutely did it's just a personal feeling that you didn't get your values worth sure i'm like but how do i address that how do i address people's personal feeling you know like i'm not you yeah but I'm going to try my best so in that if I oversaturate you with so many fucking things to do and yeah. and have so many things available that are either free or at arm's reach, 
then that argument is like blasted out of the water. And that was like the goal. So it was like, that's why we have the craft bar. So, and I said that in all of our discussions and stuff was like, I just want a space that people can walk up and craft at any given time. That's the whole point of this is it's a craft expo. People are supposed to be learning whatever. So there should be a free area to do crafting period. Granted, most of the vendors have some some sort of make and take something too. Not most, but a lot of them do. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And so that was part of my like factoring in when I when people were saying they didn't get like some sort of value. I'm like, if you add up what the vendors were just giving away in free samples, and we were charging, I think fifteen dollars at the door. Yeah. Uh, last year, 10. or maybe it was twenty last year or somewhere. It was ten at yeah. the day of. I can't remember for sure. It was, but it was cheap. Within ten to twenty. I waste more of that at Wawa. We did that the math, and you were getting like at least like sixty dollars worth. Of of MSRP worth of like free, free shit just for showing up, let alone what you would be able to get with free signups on the demos on the stage. Make and then hats, make little Exactly. So we're going to have the free demos again. And then we're also going to have the craft bar and we're also going to have the, um, the arcade is attached now, so you don't have to, like, leave for that. Like, if you want the fun portion, if you're just, like, burnt out of crafting or you just did a long class and you're like, dude, I want, I want to do something, but I want to still be kind of around people but not just sit in my room, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, like, go play some pinball or something. Or go, there's a freaking rock wall. There's axe throwing. There's, there's literally more shit than I could possibly name. There's no longer mini golf. We learned that. The mini yeah. golf just got cutted. But they're like putting something else in there. They, yeah. they don't seem to get rid of anything for no reason. I didn't realize the mini golf was even gone. We realized yeah, when we, we walked we in, walked I know, they, I were, know. Yeah. they were carrying oh, man. They were carrying the pieces of mini golf course out yeah. while we were Because we got good footage of it. We got yeah, great golf. footage. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's so volatile. But like AC is like... It is up and coming, or at least they're putting the money to make it. But that's it the better part is they're trying, they're, they're, if they got rid of something, it's because it was underperforming and they're getting rid of it in lieu of something that should perform better. So yeah. that is really better for us and for our customers. Because yeah. granted, if you were looking forward to mini golf, I'm positive that they're putting something else in its place that should be a little more exciting. Although I think it's actually a store, but they're, maybe they're moving the mini golf over to where the fucking carousel room was yeah. for a bigger golf course because that mini golf course was small and over it in the was corner. Small. So it maybe was. people didn't see it enough and they want to do a more comprehensive, like black light yeah. course, like the monster mini golf type places. I don't know. Well, this I'm is speculation. Yeah. But I just know that they're going to do something. Yeah. And they've been moving way faster than I expected because literally when we walked this place out, in uh last year yeah i'm trying to think like when it was like august of last year was the first walkthrough it's like a, we had a year so like right. almost a we year. had over a yeah. year of lead yeah. time and there was nothing for for the water park nothing was started not any of the foundation nope. was even no footers nothing it was an idea it was an idea and now with the time it's like freaking done, done. they like, said memorial day weekend it's like crazy yeah. that it's like done and then also like i said the vendor floor when we walked into it it was still actively parking spaces yeah <laughs> like it was actively still and now it's the parking garage hall. and it is closed in it's a convention hall when those guys yeah. put their money and their shit towards something they make it, it gets done so i am confident that the space is only going to be better by the time the expo comes because we still have a couple months. So, like yeah. I said, they've been cranking shit out. So, while I'm annoyed at the curveball of where the vendor floor got moved to, yeah. it's overall going to be a better experience in just that oh, it's sure. a it's a better room. I know that we're going to have better um, uh, lighting. Like, Ooh. the lighting wasn't even bad in the carousel room, but I know that, that we saw... 
from the it's uh, made for a convention. Yes, from the recent conventions that they've been doing there, what oh, yeah. the lighting and everything looks like, yeah. and everything looks really great. So yeah, I'm excited to get in there tomorrow because that's actually our task tomorrow. Is the head back there, right? It is our task tomorrow. But with to the freaking walkie wheel, what yeah. A hard to the listener, day, you guys. yeah. To the listener, we're done. We're we've already we've already uh, viewed that space. So yeah, but yeah, like for for you know for Such anybody. Such a hard day of work. You guys got to drive. Any vendors that might be listening, if you chose your space, you're gonna have to rechoose next week. Are you we'll, coming back? <laughs> I am not. So I'll be. You'll stay there. I'm right? staying in Atlantic City over the weekend because I have my events. I have an event with Fred on Saturday, and then I'm doing my typical Saturday. And Fred's coming to sleep on your couch again. Uncle Freddy's coming to sleep over. We're gonna read stories and grill on your disco grill. Grill on the disco grill and to you know to listener out there that's going to the Great American Craft Expo, you start making your itinerary. It's there's a lot to do. Uh, you know, make sure you spend your time wisely when, when you're in town. App, when do we get the, the app? Yeah, I told I you think live. Is live now. You said May. The app. No, the app, app is live now. Yeah, the app. I think probably I went live on the first. The, app is live now. the reps have been emailing us and reaching out. They're probably just trying to push us through like, yeah i uh, actually posted something in the community board I yesterday guess. or two days ago so if somebody is if you if you have your ticket you're yeah, registered Hoover, the hoover app i told them that the emails app. will go down out so let's yep. look into that let's we have let's a meeting link. later on today anyway yeah yeah let's link on hoover let's chat and uh you know ask me you know Ask me anything. As that's a that's a thing on Reddit, but we can do it on the Hoover community board. Yeah. Hoover. I'll dive more into my uh, stories and whatever you want to hear. I'll give you random. Are you we know, winding this down and going back to work? Yeah, I think down, we're good. Right? Poor Patty's got the baby. Uh-huh. She's a, she's out there loading vinyl. She's oh out there goodness. printing orders. She said Alex there, helped her load in the vinyl. I'm like, I'm sure she was the biggest help. Rambling. Yeah. About dinosaurs. Can I? Dinosaur. I, I want to also like say for the record, um, I was doing emails prior to coming in uh, this room, <laughs> and I was not at all uh, uh, prepared to do this thing I today. I just said Jason wanted to see um, you in here. So uh, for the listener. Uh, you know, I, I gave my all <laughs> and I think we've done a nice job. Um, I really want to pat myself on the back with the, uh, seg, uh, the segue from dad jokes to dad rock. And butt rock. That, that was and butt right. rock. That was, I was, that's a yeah, technique. You can't, you yeah. can't, you cannot teach that, uh, segue maneuver. And that was on the fly today. No preparation, no notes. So. Just want to put that out. We there. really appreciate it, Sean. We're gonna have well, to have, have you fun. back on. You might, you know, chatting. find yourself in this seat more often. I love chatting. Everybody, you know, guys, it's not. If I could put cameras in the office, which one day, you know, we talked to this producer, we, we might have yeah. to. Maybe we might. It's not a dull moment. Like it, it gets fiery in there, which yeah. we got to go back, get back in there. I don't want to start again, but I really do like art. Yeah, I think honestly, this might have been a little more of an insight to what the actual vibe is in our office you just need brian day. in here pacing in front of us yeah brian, pacing brian back like and a choo-choo forth. train just smoke on a out yeah with his vape pen just yeah choo-choo i like when he gets which, stressed out and he which, just paces the office he's like a little tidbit for the for, for for everybody out there when we were when we did our first promo sale video ever with jason and the motorcycle um he went flying out of the front doors in a motorcycle <laughs> And when he's flying out there in the motorcycle, we have these two fog machines that like shot up smoke and like he's barreling out. And we we toss around the idea of him, of Brian just sitting there with his vape, hitting the vape and just blowing that 
cloud out with Jason like barreling through the cloud. We have a fishing line attached to his hat. So his hat flies off once the tension gets tight enough. This was, listen, if you, Hollywood, it was, we were on a budget. We made, we made magic. You guys have to, if you haven't seen it yet, look on YouTube, obviously the glitter guy for the super sale Sunday video. And just know that also during that video, the fire marshal shows up for an inspection and we're driving yes. a motorcycle oh out. He doesn't goodness. even say anything about the motorcycle until he sees the tire marks. Yeah, there's still, there's I mean, I cleaned them up as much as possible, lobby. but there's still like a smidgen, smidgen trace left in the lobby after I like scrubbed it down. But yeah, excuse uh, me, sir, they told why me to are come you here? Out, told me to come out ripping hard, dude. So like, I mean, yeah, I did. I would, <laughs> A little bit of a you guys let us know if you think he ripped it hard. After this, lobby. jump over to the Super Sale Sunday video and drop a comment on what you feel like he did or did not do. Yeah. I think he did great. I freaking love it. All right, everybody. All right, that's about enough for this one. Till next week. Get you, have to work. you have a bake to put down for a nap. Kettle to the pot. Now, pour the tea.